It's the show where the topics are topical, but not typical. This is Atypically Topical with Mindy and Josh. Yes, welcome back to Atypically Topical. I'm Josh and I'm here with... I'm Mindy. And uh, we're here for another episode. Um, We're going to be talking about TV this week, Mm -hmm. finally. I feel like it's a long time coming because we watch TV every day. Basically, (laughs) yeah. yeah. And... um, yeah, it's there's a lot to get to. I feel like there'll be multiple parts to this, but because um, I pretty much grew up watching TV from like Mickey Mouse Club to uh-huh. like Nickelodeon to um, I'm trying to remember like Power Rangers. That was a big one. <laughs> too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about you, like what you um, grew I rem- up with. <laughs> I remember. Well, I don't remember, but my mom used to say I used to like Winnie the Pooh. Oh yeah. Um. And she said, like, I would sing that Winnie the Pooh song a lot. <laughs> um, How does that go? It's like, Winnie the Pooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know the other lyrics. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The three-year-old me knew, yeah. but not adult me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, I just watched a lot of, like, Nickelodeon. Like, we had an apartment about when I was, like, four or five. Mm-hmm. And, like, I remember... Because we, we didn't have money to get furniture or anything. And so we had a TV, and it was, like, on top of a cardboard box. And we just watched The Full House. Oh, yeah. That's all we would watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why I still love Full House. Yeah. I know it's cheesy and corny, but yeah. it's nostalgic mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, it's okay. It gets, you get a pass for that. Yeah. Because, I mean, all the stuff I used to watch, like... Nowadays would be very corny too. Like I used to watch Save by the Bell all the time too. Yeah. And uh, but I I watched the um, new um, Full House Fuller House. Oh, right. I watched the first few seasons and I'm, I'm like halfway through the season, but it's just like not interesting me as much because it's so it's because I don't want to spoil anything, but it's like For who? It's, <laughs> that's true. Uh, but it's like kind of different from the original show, but it still has like that same like humor yeah i guess that's why like i can handle it more than like other shows i've seen like because like i i like sometimes when i stay over my brother's house like the kids will be watching something on disney channel or whatever else and i just like i can't handle it mm-hmm. <laughs> like dog with the blog is probably the worst show i've ever seen in my life <laughs> that's the, yeah that was when wasn't that on recently or, no, oh. that was a that was like a couple of years ago because okay. I remember they like because my my nieces and nephews they fall asleep um, like watching TV and I kind of developed that habit too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember I couldn't sleep and so the dog with the blog was <laughs> on, um, and so it, it, I just watched it because I couldn't fall asleep and I was like, oh my god, who 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 thought of this? Like who thought? What producer is like, oh yeah, this will this will be a good show for us to make. <laughs> well, know? now it seems. I mean, like I know yesterday you just had it on Disney because you were like, "What the hell is this?" Like, uh, where you're talking about well, the Kim Possible. Live well, action. yeah, I, I already knew you that knew the Kim. It, but... Yeah, and I, I just watched like a few minutes of it just to see how it was like, but it was like. It's nothing like the show. The show but, is so awesome. But yeah, I remember the cartoon was good, but I just, just like the the commercials for the Disney shows for like the brief few minutes mm-hmm. we were watching, I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of, uh, 
because like, like also the voiceover guy for Disney is all like, it's like Tyler is at school, and he's like, <laughs> like it reminds me of uh, the the South Park when when they're like doing the um, um, Rob Schneider movies. Rob like, Schneider, Rob Schneider is, is a stapler. <laughs> a stapler. Rob Schneider is a carrot. carrot. <laughs> There's one other thing he was. I forget what it was. Oh yeah, um, I don't remember. It was it, something. It was, it was something equally stupid. as dumb. <laughs> That just it just reminded me of those kinds of things where it's just like, come on, you yeah. can think of a better premise than that. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I I'm sure looking back at like Mickey Mouse Club was one I used to watch it like at four thirty mm-hmm. <laughs> like after school every weekday and like would watch all of the. Uh, well, I, I feel like TV is similar <laughs> to music in a way that like. Um, Maybe people, like, when we were kids and, like, people our age now were like, oh, fuck, what, when the hell is Mickey Mouse Club? Or, like, mm-hmm. what the hell is, uh, um, Abra Monsters? Like, what kind of fucking na- name is that, you know? <laughs> that was a good, uh, good one, though, too. It is a good show, but, I mean, I, f- I feel like if maybe we were older, maybe we'd have that same idea, mm-hmm. like, we have now with, like, kids these days and their freaking dog with the blog and whatever else right. shows there are. I forget. Yeah, and I just realized, sorry, I just jumped right into it, but how are you? Are you good? All, all the uh, small talk? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> everything good? <laughs> yeah, everything's good. <laughs> just like, I figured we were going to be going through a lot today because there's like so yeah, much Yeah, my story's but... kind of, yeah, long. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I'm good too. We're all good. We're um, almost going to close in on a new house, so that's very exciting. Yeah. And we can uh, maybe have a better like um, layout for recording that we don't have to like get everything out and set it up every time mm-hmm. now that we'll have more room i guess we'll see i'm just worried about the dogs yeah what about them they'll be fine oh no because like the door to go out to the backyard is like attached to the kitchen mm. so we can't have anything out whatsoever yeah. or they're gonna get into it that's and... true we'll figure it out yeah we got we got a whole new process to start once we get in there but it'll be good. And one thing I want to tease for the end of the episode, I want you to think of like your top three favorite shows ever. And I have, I have like a list, so I'll give like honorable mentions. So you can, you can think of more than three, but see if you can narrow it down to three by the end of, so just keep that in the back of your mind. All right. Okay. And then, um, yeah, we'll go ahead and uh, get into yours then since you said you kind of had a long one. Yeah. Cause I have no idea what yours is about. So (laughs) take it away. Okay. Well, because I forget what podcast I listened to, but um, I listened to a podcast about this person's life. And so I wanted to go about the history of the show. But then I was like, "Mm, the the person in it is more interesting. Um, And as I was writing this... Mr. Rogers. No. Damn it. And I've never watched Mr. Rogers. (laughs) Okay. Um, Neither did I, but... um, But as I was writing this, I was also like... Look, watching their sh- the show, hmm. I was getting that too, as well. So I'm gonna talk about Lucio Ball. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's pretty interesting, and um, and yeah, like I don't know a whole lot about. And I watched her like I I watched a lot about um her, a lot of her show, her episodes um on Hulu. They're on Hulu, mm-hmm. 
Um, and like, I love Lucy is kind of like Golden Girls to me. Like, I can't really like get into it, but like every time I watch an episode, I'm like, this is really funny. Like, why don't I watch this more? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's like, yeah, even the episodes like I was watching, I was like, that's really clever. And like her facial expressions and everything about right. her, I was like, this, she's very talented. Especially it's like, especially for the time it was out. Like, yeah, was she did airing. like groundbreaking things yeah, with that not show. Not a lot of like female led. Mm-hmm. stuff where like women are funny yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna go into her life right now um so she was born august 6 1911 in jamestown new york and which is crazy i think 1911 like that's i don't know why i think maybe she's like yeah yeah it's, it seems so long ago mm-hmm. but anyways so her dad was harry doral ball and um his, her mom was desiree ball um, so she's the oldest of two, the two children that they had. Um, and so her childhood was really shaped by tragedy and a lack of money. Um, and I'm going to go through this part really quick because it's sad. Um, so when she was three, her dad died of, of typhoid fever. Mm. And so her mom was the one really taking care of her. And like she had like boyfriends and they kept like moving around and stuff like that. So um it, it was just, like, a really tough time for her during this. Because, like, I mean, moving around so much and being around, like, men that's, like, in and out, like, that's that's tough for a kid. I mean, she was only three and her dad died, so. Right. Um, and that's kind of, like, um, that really plays, like, a significant role in her, like, memories of those times. And I'm sure that affected her afterwards. Yeah. Um, and so when she was 15, she convinced her mother to, to enroll her in the New York City Drama School. But despite her longing to make um, make it on the stage, she was too nervous um, to make much of a notice. Her mom said, quote, oh, no, she said, quote, I was a tongue-tied teenager spelled by the school star pupil, Brett Davis. Lucy's wasting her time in ours. She's too shy and reluctant to put her best foot forward. So it's, yeah, yeah, which is it's crazy to think, like, as a teen, like, she was that way and where she'd end up later yeah. in life. Um, so she stayed... She At this time, she was in New York. Um, so by 1927, she started calling herself Diane Belmont, and she worked as a model, and she worked with a bunch of like fashion designers and all that stuff. So hmm. Yeah, she was a model before she was an actress. Oh, okay. um, and so in the 1930s, she dyed her hair blonde and moved to New York to seek more acting opportunities. Um and from this part of her life, she would appear in 72 movies, um, including um, a string of second-tier films in the 1940s that gained her the official title, The Queen of B-Movies. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, that's... It's it's, a, it's okay title, I guess. Who would that be now? Like, Jennifer Lopez? <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. Um, Those are more like D-movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, who would, I don't know. There's, um, I feel like... I mean, I love Anna Kendrick, but she's in yeah, a lot of I would movies. see or like uh, oh, what's her face from Parks and Rec? Um, Rashida Jones? No, not Rashida Jones. Um, Amy Poehler? No, don't. Amy Poehler's never a B. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about the movies, not yeah. No, the, that's the uh, talent. No, um, she was married to um, Chris Pratt. Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza. Oh, Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That weird zombie movie that she was in or something? Yeah, that was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, 
And so, where was it? Da, da, da. Okay, one of her earliest movies that she was in, it was called Dance Girl Dance. And she was introduced to a handsome Cuban band leader named uh, Desi Arnaz. Hmm. Um, and so, they appeared in, a, in another film called Too Many Girls. And before the year was out, they, they fell madly in love and got married. Um, and so, when the late 40s came around, she dyed her hair red um, at the urging MGMs, I guess, I guess they thought maybe dyeing her hair red would help her career or mm-hmm. something like that. Whatever. 1940s people, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, Arnez pushed her to try to do broadcasting. And it wasn't long until she landed a, re- a lead part in a radio comedy series called My Favorite Husband, which is kind of like my favorite murderer, except talking about husbands, I yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and so... The program caught the attention of a CBS executive and wanted her to recreate something like that in the small screen. But because her husband is Cuban, and so at the time people were like, oh, foreigners, blah, 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 blah. They don't deserve to be in the screen or whatever else. But And they and they wanted her like, to have a different husband, but she was like, no, like I want him to be in here. And mm-hmm. if not, then fuck you guys. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. So they were like, okay, fine. Um, and so... And so after that, they put the show I Love Lucy together. And so. Are you translating <laughs> in your head right now? What's no. Um, okay, okay, here we go. I'm sorry, I got lost. So they got a contract at CBS to make this show. But um, but they were like very like adamant about like, hey, this is going to be our show. And we're going to do it our way. Yeah. Um, so their demands to, to make the show were to include the opportunity to create a new program in Hollywood rather than New York. Because again, because I guess back then TV was still mostly shot in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the biggest hurdle they like they encountered during this time uh, was how they wanted to shoot the film. Because like um, they wanted to have this nice camera to shoot in, and the executives wanted it to be in the kaleidoscope, which is cheaper. But um, they were like, no, we want the good camera so like they can see us better or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, like, both of them agreed to a cut in their pay in order for them to have this better camera. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Because they were like, we don't, we don't want they this shit. The quality, yeah, mm-hmm. They wanted the quality over their own pay, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Because they, they really wanted to make this like a good show, you mm. know? And so they were willing to do that in order to make that happen. And so they also said they wanted full ownership of the rights of the program. And so in order to do that, they made their own like production company. And I'll talk about later, like about other things they did with that company. Mm-hmm. Um, and so on October 15th, 1951, I Love, I Love Lucy made its debut to the television viewing audience across the country. And it was immediately, immediately apparent that this was like a sitcom like no other. It was bombastic and daring um and it co-star vivian vance and william frawley which are the two their best friends mm-hmm. um like in real life yeah or? like in real oh, life okay. yeah um this is stage for the generation of family related sitcoms um and their storylines dealt with like murder issues women in the workplace urban living and um so one of the most memorable moments of this TV series that they also talked about in the podcast I listened to was the theme of pregnancy. Hmm. So like during this time, like no one really talked about pregnancy or like how like women go through that at all. Yeah. Um, and, but during the show, she got pregnant. And so and so and realized she was pregnant. So I made it so like in the show she was pregnant. And they had like a bunch of episodes 
related to that. Hmm. Um, and so during the show, she gave birth to little Ricky on January 19, 1953. On the same day, she actually delivered uh, Desi Jr. So it kind of coincided with each other. Wait, say that again. <laughs> so on the show, she gave yeah. birth to little Ricky. But then when that show aired at the same day, okay, she gave so, birth to the okay. actual. So on the day that it aired is when I was like, wait, she gave birth on the same day that no. she filmed the scene where she, that would have been uh, some dedication right there. Yeah. Same day that it aired, she actually gave birth, yeah. real birth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm back and, and yeah, and that, that's like, that's never happened before. Yeah. And so like a lot, the show so like was groundbreaking in a lot of aspects, like, um, for like six years it was a people it was a show people watched the most like it had like um you know a foreigner in it i guess mm-hmm. as they would put it um with that Ma- with the Massey who was um cuban um and the and also the great thing about this show which i didn't know before is that um is <laughs> you know how the guy has an accent oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah he hated when you brought it up and so he, she was the only one that would that he, he would let like make fun of his accent and there's like an episode where like he's trying to read a book and <laughs> I, I think i remember that scene yeah i never really watched it but i i think it's like a popular or famous scene mm-hmm. and, like, he's like reading yeah yeah and it's it just make it's not really making fun of his accent it's yeah. just making more of fun of how you like read our words i and remember that was that was like smart writing on there mm-hmm. on that scene yeah because does he have that in real life do you know what like that thick of an accent i think he does yeah yeah so they just used it mm-hmm. um speaking of that that just that reminded me i looked it up again because i remember when we did the mandela effect episode mm-hmm. um do you remember like a a popular thing um that he would say would be like, Lucy. Lucy, I'm home, yeah. No, not that one. You got some splaining to do. Oh, yeah. So that's a Mandela effect in its own. Apparently, he doesn't ever say that in the show. Oh. Um, so, yeah, there's. It's just like the other effects, like people, like Family Guy and other, other things afterward would, would bring that up, but there's never, like, according to this, I'm just reading a Reddit thing, but mm-hmm. th- I mean, they were saying that he was looking through all the, all these different videos to, to find it, and er, all he could find was the Mandela effect about it, so he might have never said that, Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. I definitely remember the home, I'm home one, but. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've heard you got some explaining to do all the time. Yeah. It, yeah. It's something it's very... weird that it's not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, I've watched maybe like seven episodes so far mm-hmm. and I, he hasn't said it in any one, but yeah. there's a lot more episodes. Yeah. Have, so. <laughs> a lot more. So a lot of people, when they see the show, they think that like, it's kind of like ad-libbed that she didn't really downplay her work, but she's like, she's actually like a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Um, she really like rarely ad-libbed any, anything. Like she would spend hours rehearsing her antics and facial expressions. Um, which is crazy because like looking at her, you don't, you didn't, you don't think like she spent like all this work right. practicing, but she does. I mean, and, and it's impressive either way if she's doing it on the spot or if it's all scripted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it just shows like your skill, like you're quick on your feet, like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's very impressive. Even like in episodes, I was like watching, just like the facial expressions she makes. Mm-hmm. It's it's really good. 
Yeah, isn't there a, a famous one where they were they're at some chocolate factory? Oh or yeah, something? I don't know if that's in here, but uh, uh, no, it's okay. not. But it's that's, I, I want to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always I've seen clips of that, and and that's that like exemplifies what you're talking about. I think. Mm-hmm. So check that scene out. Just look like look up chocolate factory. Yeah, I love Lucy. I love Lucy. Yeah, um, and so her groundbreaking work paved the way for future stars like Mary Tyler Moore, mm-hmm. Penny Marshall and even Robert Williams. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. So, her genius didn't go unrecognized. During its six-year run, I Love Lucy's success was unmatched. For four of its seasons, the sitcom was number the number one show in the country. In 1953, nice. the program captured an unheard 67.3 audience shares, which I don't know what that means. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say a million. I'm like, what? <laughs> no. Uh, which included a 71.1 rating for the episode which features uh, little Ricky's birth. Hmm. Um, and even the turnout that surpassed the television audience for Prize and Eisenhower's inauguration <laughs> ceremonies. Really? Yeah. yeah. So I guess, I mean, I understand that. I'd rather watch that than watch inauguration ceremony. Yeah, for real. Uh, inauguration ceremony sounds pretty boring. Yeah, especially like President Eisenhower. Like, who? What, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it was like Lincoln, I'd be like, okay. But Eisenhower? Like, who the fuck cares about President Eisenhower? Yeah. I don't even know what he did. <laughs> Cool. Eisenhower's president. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, so the show ended in 1957, but you know that production company they mm-hmm. created? They um, continued on producing more television hits like Our Mrs. Brooks, Make Room for Daddy, nope. The Dick Van Dyke Show, mm-hmm. The Untouchables, mm-hmm. Star Trek, and okay. Mission Impossible. Oh. Yeah. 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 Mission Impossible doesn't seem like it goes with the rest of... Well, Star Trek either. Yeah. Does, did it have their uh, company's name? Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. D-E-S-I-L-U. Oh, like Desi Lu or something? Yeah, Desi Lu, I guess. Well, his his name is Desi, right? Yeah, and Lucy. Maybe? Lucy, that makes sense. Yeah. I don't think we about that. The, we cracked the case. <laughs> um, so... so uh, Lucia Ball and Arnez were married in 1940, but then in 1960, they got divorced. Mm-hmm. And two years later, she uh, remarried a com- another comedian and bought out um, Arnez and took over the productions. And she was like the first woman to like own like a, oh, wow. um, like a major television producing studio. So, well, they lasted 20 years at least. Yeah. And she, arrested, I think she lasted the rest of her life with this dude. So mm, that's good. Yeah. Um, and so eventually did, she did sell the company to Gulf, Gulf Western in 1967 for $17 million. Gulf Western? Yeah. I don't know what... Like golf geo? Golf, like the, like, like the, the golf, like a, like a body of water. Oh, golf. Golf. Okay. Golf Western. It's, it's like a hotel chain or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyways, in 1971, so after this, actually, I didn't put this in, but afterwards, she decided to do, like, more dramatic roles, and mm-hmm. she's successful in that. Um, and then in 1971, she became the first woman to receive the International Radio and Television Society's gold medal. In addition, there were four Emmys, the induction into the Television Hall of Fame, um, and recognition of her life's work from the Kennedy Center of Performing Arts. Nice. So, and then... In April 26, 1989, she died of an emblemic... Um, what year? 1989. Oh, okay. 
Uh, she died of a abdominal aortic aneurysm, thought to be due her for her spending most of her life as a heavy smoker. Hmm. So and she was seventy seven at the time. That's not bad for the time, really. I guess, especially <laughs> if you're a heavy smoker. Yeah. I think um, her ex husband also she he died like um, like a couple of years before she died. Okay. So he he didn't uh, live as long as she did. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I remember like our life expense, like expectancy here when we looked it up was like 78 or 79 or something. Mm-hmm. So she's right there. And this that this was like from 2016. So yeah, that's, that's uh, pretty good. Pretty good for, for a smoker too. Yeah. So, I, w- I was just curious, like, because I was looking at when the Emmys started. So I'm like, I wonder if it ever won any. But um, well, it started in 1949. And I love Lucy, what, was from 51 to, to um, 57 or something? Do-do-do-do, I'm looking, looking. Yeah, it was, um, oh, no, that's 1951 until 1957. Yeah, so I guess, um, yeah, because we're talking about her accolades, so I was kind of looking, like, she won um, Best Actress in 56 for... Yeah, for I Love Lucy, so she, so she did win awards for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's she's someone that's very interesting and like someone that I guess you don't have to really like get into her stuff, but if you just like watch, just even just watch that like chocolate factory scene, mm-hmm. you like just from that you can tell how talented she was and how much work yeah, she put in. She kind of paved the way for others. Mm-hmm. Like they said on the. Mary Tyler Moore and all that. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So, yeah. And it's like, now, I, I, like, hopefully I go through with it, but I want to, like, watch more of her episodes mm-hmm. and things like that. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's general, it's, like, genuinely a good show. Right. But, um, just hard to, like, get into for me, I suppose. Yeah. So, yeah. It's Lucille Ball. Yeah. Good woman. Yeah. I, I feel like I talk a lot about women on yeah. this show. Yeah, you're like the women's voice. Well, really on the show and just voice for women. Yeah, because um, I believe women deserve more and have done more than people think. Give them credit for. Yeah, because we're awesome. Right. Yeah. Well, this next woman is not awesome. Mm. Let's get into questioning Florida. <laughs> The segue just lands in my lap. It's beautiful. Okay, so <laughs> this I'm is I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> good. Huffington Post. Um, <laughs> this is one of the more like the headline. I swear, Florida polit. So remember when I was looking for a story earlier, and there was a guy, a dude's there licking doorbells. Yeah. So uh, this one also involves licking. We're not getting away from licking because I know you had heard of that. Yeah, and you'd see you saw the picture, and we're like, "Oh yeah, I've seen that." So I'm like, "Okay, I'm I'm not going to do that." Florida politician accused of licking men's faces resigns. Okay, just going to let you explain it. <laughs> <laughs> Too many questions in yeah. here. So yeah, um, believe it or not, is it like a form of sexual harassment? <laughs> I would say yes. <laughs> A Florida politician has resigned from her post as city commissioner of Madeira Beach just days after she was fined $5,000 by the State Ethics Commission 
for allegedly sexually assaulting the former city manager by groping him and licking his face. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's groping in there, too. So even if it y- wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Groping is definitely sexual assault. <laughs> the licking, I don't I, I, how maybe if it was like sexual in nature. I don't know. I what don't, other way would it be? Just like something on your face. <laughs> some uh, some sriracha on your face. Yeah. And you lick it off. Would, would there, is there a sauce you would lick off? me if it was that good i don't know <laughs> let's uh edit that out nancy oakley resigned <laughs> on wednesday after the city i think this was actually um i want to say this was like last month or something I, I had the date but i forget it was recent though okay um after the city commission publicly censured her for an incident in november 2012 in which then city manager shane crawford says she attacked him in a sexual manner so it's not the first time yeah and, you know, women can sexually assault men, too, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's a two-way street, guys yeah. and girls. Yeah, don't sexually assault people. <laughs> In her resignation letter, Oakley insisted she was innocent of the allegation and planned to appeal the ethics violation ruling. According to the Ethics Commission report, the alleged assault happened during a fishing tournament that was meant to honor a sister city in the Bahamas. Hmm, interesting place to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a fishing tournament. Maybe there's some, uh, like fish scale what what is it uh fish oil on her face i don't know on his face fish but, but fish oil doesn't taste good though <laughs> <laughs> that's why she's taking it off oakley told investigators this woman doesn't exactly have the smartest judgment <laughs> yeah no oakley told investigators that she spotted crawford with cheryl mcgrady whom he later married so that was uh, Is she marking her territory <laughs> <laughs> yeah crawford was that the the one she attacked in 2012 uh, sexually attacked the Washington Post notes that Crawford and McGrady were seeing other people at the time of the incident and that Oakley suspected that they were, uh, they were having an affair. Oakley, who also had admitted she had been drinking, not mm-hmm. a surprise, asked that McGrady be removed, even though she was acting as deputy city clerk and taking the minutes. After the meeting, Oakley walked up to Crawford and allegedly uh, allegedly licked his neck and the side of his face and also groped his crotch and buttocks. <laughs> well, how- so she's doing a little bit of everything there. <laughs> yeah. I, I just like just that, like, licking the neck is fine, but if you like the side of my face, that's weird. <laughs> licking the neck is not fine either. <laughs> well, I mean, if it's like, if you're like both into it, then... I don't think he was... <laughs> Well, also, yeah, he's also, not. Also, like, was she doing all these things at once? That takes <laughs> like, a lot of time. Face to face, you, you, the lick on the neck, the hand in the crotch, the other hand on the butt. I mean, it's or, it's, it's, it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. She has enough limbs, but... Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, she has two hands, crotch, <laughs> butt, and then, like, on the face and neck. Yeah. All right. When McGrady told so, o- yeah, it's possible, just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. When McGrady told Oakley her b- behavior was inappropriate... She allegedly responded by throwing a punch at him. Okay. But, but she missed. So Yeah, because she was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oakley denies ever licking Crawford's face or the face of any man. But three other men told investigators that she had licked their faces on other occasions. So, She's a serial licker. <laughs> yeah, who are you going to believe at this point? Yeah. Um, administrative law judge, um, the author of the report, made a keen observation about the accusations. I like this quote. He wrote, The act of licking a person on the face and neck is too unusual to be contrived by multiple witnesses and multiple victims. He has a good point. Yeah. Because, um, like, <laughs> who who would make a, like, everybody, let's just start making up a rumor that she licked our faces. 
Um, so that was one of the things that led him to like, okay, we need to stop her because yeah. this is getting too far. Um, although Oakley planned to appeal the Ethics Commission uh, ruling, the Tampa Bay Times reports that Oakley's term was set to end in March and she had not been planning to run for re-election. Thank mm. God. Although I feel like this would be yeah, kind one, of the, of, one of the more tame scandals with politicians. I mean, she still groped a guy, so yeah. that's still pretty bad. Like, if it was just, like, licking their face, then maybe it'd be more tame. But, I mean, just the act of licking their face and then groping their groping them is, like, kind of fucked up. Yeah, she's like the female Trump. Yeah. (laughs) Grab him by the dick. (laughs) (laughs) They'll let you do it. Mm -hmm. So this is her. (laughs) She kind of looks like Donald Trump with a wig, maybe a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, she's got the... Paint her orange a little bit. Yeah, do go to, um, what's it called, Uh, Microsoft Paint. Paint her skin (laughs) orange. And then, like, Photoshop her hair short. Go to Microsoft Paint and just use the paint bucket and... Choose orange and see how much of her face it'll paint. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, I'll post it on the Facebook page because I have a few things to post on there. I'll I'll also post something from later on. But yeah, that is... um, uh, That's Nancy Oakley. Um, Yeah. If you see her coming your way, protect your face, guys. And your crotch and your butt. Yes. (laughs) Protect everything, really. Yeah, just go run away from her. Yeah. Um, All right. So from that... We're going to get into a segment of Spot the Real. So for this, um, I made it Spot the Real because I found a list. um, I found a list from um, Us Magazine. Mm -hmm. And they, they talk about stars who got their start on reality TV. Okay. So there's people that... I mean, a lot of these I hadn't heard of, or I didn't know what they, that they actually were on these, but I just found a few, and I just, um, we're going to see how many of these you can get right. Okay. I would say that if you, if you get at least, three of these would be like a victory, two would be like a draw, because I did four, there's four, so. All right. Um, and I, I just brought it up on the screen in case, because I know how you are with names and faces. You, you, you I'm not need, good at them. You'll need to see their face at least. <laughs> yeah, especially like I wish, because we can't do it for confidentiality reasons, mm-hmm. but I wish we could put like a picture of the kid on like the folders we have. Oh, yeah. Because like, it, <laughs> it would make it so much easier to remember the kid, be like, oh, yeah, I remember him. We did both The kids you work with, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we can't do that. So. Yeah. Yeah, you have some kind of recognition disorder or something. Yeah, I'm not good with names <laughs> or faces. Well, faces better. But yeah, not that's names. why. So I have. Yeah. I'll, I'll, um, I mean, most of the listeners wouldn't know, know these people, but the first one, you might know her by her face. Wait, so, so I'm picking the one that's real, right? You're picking the one that she, the the show that they were on before they were famous. Okay. You're picking the real one. Yes. Okay. The first one is Jamie Chung. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's, I think she's most known for, like, Once Upon a Time. And, or, I think, Pretty Little Liars, right? Um, yeah, maybe she was on that, too. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, we, I just know that because my nieces and nephews really liked it. Mm-hmm. And then there was a girl named, I think her name was Aria. And um, she looked like my sister Maria. And okay. then one day I was like, oh, my God. Aria is just Maria without the M. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> So. All right, so I have three choices. Okay. Was she, did she start on A, The Real World, B, Blind Date, 
C singled out. I don't know what the fuck the second two are. I know the real the real world. You've never heard of Blind Date? No. That's where they had that host, and they would um, they would show like a date, and they they would always have these pop ups of like oh is that the show jokes? Called? I'm pretty sure that was Blind Date. Yeah, there was also a Limitate. <laughs> well, I don't remember it being called that that because I remember a show where like that'd be one person, and they would like go on like a a bunch of dates with like six people and like when you first meet oh you're them. talking about like next or something yeah that's the mtv it. one yeah no no okay then okay so well i guess you'll have well i explained one of them single doubt was also um an mtv show that chris hardwick was on it was like his first thing and they had what i'm gonna say single doubt <laughs> why'd you wink at me like i'm giving you the answer <laughs> no just because how you hesitated Okay. But give me a hint. Maybe that was. Maybe that's the one. That damn. Well, the correct answer is the real world. Jamie Chung was on the real world, and I remember watching that season. Dang it. So yeah, I don't know what hint. I think you're looking for tells that are not there. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was. I used to watch a Real World, um, and I remember her on it, and mm. now she's like a famous actress. Okay, it's I never watched the Real World. So. <laughs> All right, you're over one. Okay. You need these next three. The next one is Aaron Paul. Oh, okay. And you know his face. Yeah. Science, bitch! Was he on A, Supermarket Sweep, B, The Price is Right, or C, Press Your Luck? These are all like game shows. Yeah, I'm going to say The Price is Right. I don't know why that one's sticking out to me. <laughs> okay. Um, the Price is Right is correct. Yay! <laughs> um, I, I think I read that he missed out on a car or something, but yeah. he, he actually made it onto the show. Do you remember what Supermarket Sweep was? Yeah, where you had the grocery <laughs> And everybody would just get uh, turkeys because yeah. they were like the most expensive thing mm-hmm. um, and like toilet paper and shit. All right. Well, I, mean, I don't feel like that'd be a smart move to get toilet paper. Yeah, it's, it's kind cheap. of too bulky. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking about bigger stuff instead of more expensive stuff. Yeah, that's why I would... Ha- that, that'd be a game show I'd be good at. <laughs> Supermarket Sweep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. One for two. This is for a draw right here. This next one is... And I actually included the picture of the show this guy was on. And I put this on the group, too. John Hamm. That is him on the left with his hair all... Uh, So, was this the big date, singled out, or the newlywed game? So, there's a side-by-side of him on the show and then him, of course, on Mad Men, which is his most Uh, famous role. Singled out. Your guess is singled out? Yeah. Correct answer is... The Big Date, which I don't really know a lot about, but that's apparently the name of the I movie. Ju- just his hair made me think singled out. <laughs> singled out, yeah. Hit the times. Yeah. Like early 90s or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right. So see if uh, this last one, you might have a good shot to at least draw even here. Um, and this is actually just about the show. What show did Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, and Beyonce all appear on? Mm. Is it A, Mickey Mouse Club, B, Duets, or C, Star Search? Definitely not Mickey Mouse Club. I don't remember Beyonce ever being on Mickey Mouse Club. Okay. So it's between Duets and Star Search. I'm going to say Star Search. Star Search? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not Mickey Mouse Club. I remember... Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake yeah. were definitely on that. And so were like Christina Aguilera and JC and a whole bunch of other people. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Christina um, Aguilera. I said that. 
sorry. <laughs> There's a few more too. Oh, Carrie Russell. She's like the Americans on the Americans show. I know what the Americans, yeah. She's the main, yeah. Oh, okay. She was on that. Um, There's so many. I wanted to do something about Mickey Mouse Club just because I used to like, I grew up on it, but Mm -hmm. maybe next time. Okay. But the correct answer is Star Search. Yay! They all were on that, including, like, there were a lot of other people that, like, started on that. Um, And Justin Timberlake, you have to look his up. His is hilarious. He has, like, a little hat on, like, and he's wearing, um, like, a. Like, it's kind of like a farmer's shirt or like a plaid long sleeve shirt on. Um, and he was probably like, I want to say eight or nine. <laughs> so, yeah, if you look up. Uh, yeah, I'm looking up right now. Justin Timberlake, <laughs> Star Search. <laughs> okay, oh, wait, no, wrong picture. Oh my God, his head is so huge. He's like a cowboy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, the shirt. Oh, guys, look this picture up, because it's terrible. <laughs> You'll have to send that to me to put it on the group, so just save that, or, or uh, just save that uh, that tab. <laughs> okay. Keep that yeah. tab open. Yeah, it, just the shirt he's wearing, <laughs> and he has, like, that little, like, necktie thing mm-hmm. that cowboys wear. It's just, just All, all just kinds terrible. of things going wrong Yeah, there. just, yeah. If I was his kid, and I found this out... I would rub it in his face for the rest of <laughs> yeah. his life. He probably got bullied for that. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, we, we drew even that time. Two and two. Mm-hmm. So, it's a wash. But good job. Yay. Thank you came you. back from uh, down 0-1. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, let's get into um, my main segment. And okay. this was one of the first ideas I had when we were talking about TV. Because um, I know we'll do more episodes where we get into just our mainstream TV. But... I wanted to talk about, there's a, an article from boredomtherapy.com called 12 Utterly Bizarre Japanese Game Shows That Actually Exist. Yeah. And I was thinking about doing something Japanese, too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, as much as I love the Japanese people, they got some weird TV shows. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, and I have seen a lot of these, too, but there are some, like a few on here that I, we have to get into okay and I, and I wanted to bring it up on the screen because i just need to post this entire he, okay okay well, don't, okay don't say anything okay i just need to post this entire article on the uh on our facebook facebook page because it's it has a lot of like uh gifs and pictures and stuff describing like what the show what's going on on these mm-hmm. shows but if you're listening you just have to use your imagination until you can get on and 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 see what's going on. But yeah. I'll try to describe them as best as I can. Yeah, don't look it up while you're driving. That's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to handpick a few of these and uh, that I found interesting. And I'm going to show you as I go. Uh, number one, candy or not candy? Uh, this is a real game show that utilized the Japanese art form known as sokuri, or sweets oh, sculpting, yeah. for its premise. Oh, yeah. The Japanese are very famous for that. So the game was simple. Bite into random objects and see if they're actually chocolate. Sometimes they would luck out and the object they bit into was actually chocolate. Other times it might just be a shoe. Every time it was entertaining. <laughs> so they have like a... Oh, yeah. They just have a gif of this dude biting a piece of shoe and he's just making a face. See, I would be on that show. <laughs> you would? Yeah. Just for the probability or the chance of eating Well, because I don't feel like it's too bad. Yeah, you can like, spit it out, I guess, if they make you eat something. Yeah, I mean, because the, the <laughs> one video they showed or the gif was a, a woman like chew, like biting on some glass. Yeah, just like a piece table. of table. Yeah, and that's not really harmful. You just like bite into it and it's like, oh shit, that's yeah, not yeah, chocolate. Yeah, that's not chocolate. <laughs> 
But you never know. I feel like they could get pretty sick with what they <laughs> try to make you do. I guess so. But from what I, I have seen, like, it doesn't seem too bad. Mm-hmm. All right. Number, I'm going to number three, the bum game. <laughs> this game show managed to combine all things inappropriate, <laughs> all things degrading and hilarious into an easy to consume cocktail. Yeah. started with a few women placing their rear ends through an open port in a large wall. Mm-hmm. Can you guess what's on the other side of that wall? Mm. You don't want to guess, right? No, well, I mean, I, my immediate thought goes to like glory holes. Mm, it's not. It's not that bad. Okay, obviously, a couple of lucky, I guess, contestants then have to kiss the exposed bums and guess wh- uh, which ones belong to which girl. Do, okay, um, sure. <laughs> um, and as, on the as, article, as, they as, have a picture of these two guys. Kissing the butts and trying to guess which ones. I mean, as, as as long as they have the women's consent, yeah. you know, and they're getting filmed, then <laughs> random men are going to be kissing their butts on live TV. That's then. <laughs> true. Stay away, Nancy Oakley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> consent is the key, guys. Yeah, for real. Um, <laughs> this one's interesting. They were, uh, number four, tour. Seven questions was all that stood between cont- uh, contestants and the game-winning prize. But by now, you should know that those seven questions came with a catch. You had to answer them before you were mummified. <laughs> so there is a... There's basically like a spinning contraption. You're standing, and it's it's wrapping you from your feet all the way up. And it's it's just spinning rapidly and wrapping you as you're trying to answer. That seems kind of dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As contestants answered questions, they dealt with the constant distraction of being wrapped in white cloth from head to toe. If they didn't answer fast enough, their consolation prize was placement in a rather stylish tomb. So, and they show the tomb here. It and seems they, fake. Yeah. That looks like a video game it's or like, something. It's the hidden temple or something. They show a gif of this woman being wrapped up and her face is being covered pretty quickly. Uh, well, there was four seconds left, so I guess. I wonder if you could muffle the answer while you're still... It'd be hard to, like... Yeah. Say, oh, yeah, that's what you said. Yeah. Um, Number five is Human Tetris. And I I believe we had a version in the U.S. Um, In Japan, they have a show like uh, um, Human Tetris, which is instead of blocks falling, you have to contort your bodies to fit through gaps in oncoming walls. So there's like there'll be different shapes of like, like on the picture on here, they show like a a guy with his his legs spread out and his arms and you have to try mm-hmm. to jump through as the wall is coming towards you. Yeah. And you have to make it through. If not, you get dunked in a pool of dirty water, which is behind you. So I forgot. I think it was called Hole in the Wall when they came to the U.S. And they would have like teams of two or three that had to all get through the hole. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, this one is not, it's not too bad yeah, either. It didn't last very long. Um all right, number six. Let's go to the end of the world. This game show gave contestants an incredible opportunity to live their dreams and travel the world. Unfortunately, the trips came with a pretty big catch. When contestants reached their destination, the game show presented them with an appropriately horrific challenge. In this case, the contestant was given the opportunity to explore wildlife by being placed in a plexiglass cube and exposed to a grizzly bear. So, <laughs> they just they take them somewhere... That they want to be, and then they just, like, horrify them. 
I mean, at least there's like not a chance that a grizzly bear can get in. That'd be my only consolation. Be like, okay, I'm stuck here and it sucks, but at least I won't get killed. Yeah, they have a gift where she's, um, I guess she has like a camcorder and she's in a glass cage Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, there's a grizzly bear pushing her. (laughs) I hope they treat the the bear okay. Yeah. Alright, so I have two more for you, and they're the most bizarre of them all. Number eight, the unnamed sleeping game. I guess I don't I guess they didn't have a title for it. I'm not sure. This one might just be the weirdest of all, which I don't know. The I think I feel like the one I saved for last might be, but this is well, pretty... this is room for judgment. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what your thoughts are. The set featured a room of sleeping Japanese models and two male hosts named Mama and Son went around waking them up. Of course, it wouldn't be a Japanese game show without a catch. Each model was asked to wake up as cute as possible. If the judges, also hosts Mama and Son, deemed her a serious morning monster, they would throw a pie in her face. Yeah. Not too bad. <laughs> and there's pictures of the women, the models, and then they're just waking them up, and then there's this woman that has like a bikini top on. And she has pie in the face because I guess she didn't wake up cute enough. I definitely would lose in that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you would just start talking gibberish and, and uh, gnashing her teeth and like <laughs> rubbing your eyes. Yeah, I'm not sure. No yeah. offense, but you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I'm not cute waking up. It's hard to be that uh, that way, I guess. Yeah. Uh, all that matters is that you still love me even if I look terrible waking up in the morning (laughs) (laughs) this is true all right so number 11 this is the one this is the one we'll go out on so ladies in this game show weren't spinning for a spot in the showcase showdown there's a woman spinning a wheel here there's a bunch of different numbers on it okay yeah remember this is called spread your legs (laughs) okay After one woman spun the colorful wheel, another female contestant endured a device that spread her legs further and further apart. The distance spread corresponded with a number spun. So, they have a picture of this woman in, like, I guess, stirrups. (laughs) Mm -mm. And, um, basically, like, if... So, there's numbers from zero to nine on here. And I guess with each number, you know, like if you get a three, you're like, all right, cool. I'll just, they spread a little bit. You spread three out of nine. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that's basically the premise. I don't know how you win. I don't know how you lose. Maybe you're breaking your vagina or something. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you can rip. I mean, yeah. that's what happens during childbirth sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Just, so, which is why I'm afraid to have children. <laughs> right. Part of the reason. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what do you think about that one? That's... I think I'm not going by how weird it is. I'm going about how harmful it is. Mm-hmm. And so the first one is like, you just get a pie in the face. It's the worst thing that's going to happen to you. Yeah. And it's it's probably delicious. So it's <laughs> right. pretty cool. Yeah. But this one, like, sh- shit, you could like, imagine how sore you'd be if you got mm-hmm. to like number nine or some shit like that. Yeah. And, and like, can you, can you vagina's hair from doing this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't want to look into it. No, it's not. Let's it's just not, let's not Google. Let's that. just assume it's very painful. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I feel like this is the worst one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, but yeah. So those were bizarre Japanese game shows, and there are plenty more where that came from. Oh so yeah, give her oh, the mood. I know. Too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's a lot of strange ones out there. But all right, let's 
let's let's cap this off with what I asked at the beginning of that we're going to get into at the end. Do you have like a list of your favorite shows of all time? Um, I have two. You have two. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I can guess one of them is Parks and Rec. Yes. Okay. And the next one, Game of Thrones. Or that's is a very it, is good it honorable show. Honorable mention. Yeah, it's an honorable mention. It's a, it's a great show, though. Give me a clue. You you know what it is. I mean, you watch. Oh, Daria. It. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, sorry. That's right. Daria, yeah. do you, can you put one one and two? Ah, uh, God. <laughs> is that too hard? I I think I might have to put. I don't know because I like them for different reasons. Like mm-hmm. I love Daria because it. It's a cartoon, but it the humor it had, it was so clever, and it didn't take its audience like they were, like, stupid. But yeah. They assumed you were smart and that you would get the jokes. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I really appreciate about it, that it took its audience so seriously. And, like, especially later on in the seasons, like, it really tackled difficult topics. Right. Um, but still being funny mm-hmm. and still being smart. And the sarcasm was like at a ten. Yeah, for sure. On that show, which is something we can both appreciate. Mm-hmm. And we still have to watch the Dari movies. Oh yeah. Um, I've seen them, but it's been a long time. Yeah, and then Parks and Rec is just like Parks and Rec is just like you put any episode on, and I it still make me laugh, and it yeah. still make me feel like really happy. Great cast, maybe one of the best ensembles of people like. I've seen because <laughs> mm-hmm. everybody's. You know, I mean, there were some people that were successful even before it, but even like afterward, everybody's like Chris Pratt is like a mega star now. Yeah, and Amy Poehler, and like you know, you know, you know me. Like sometimes when I'm like really sad and like I just can't mm-hmm. get out of a funk, like mm-hmm. I'll just put that Parks and Rec episode where they all get drunk, and I'm just like <laughs> it just makes me juice. laugh. Uh huh. Yeah, it makes me happy. And I guess my third maybe. Well, I mean, now I mean, we talking- could say Game of Thrones is up there, but is there another? Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking kind of those terms on the show that will make me happy no matter what is Broad City. Yeah. Like, um, what was it? Maybe a couple of weeks ago. Uh, no, maybe like a week ago or so. I was I was like kind of really sad, mm-hmm. and so I put on an episode called Witches, and and for again, um, Alana, like she. <laughs> <laughs> she has she had an orgasm since the president was elected, and so the, most of the episode was about her trying to like orgasm despite like the how shitty the country was at the time. And so, yeah, my favorite was how they would bleep Trump. <laughs> so every time she would, yeah, she would say Trump, she would be like fucking Trump, but they would have the bleep over yeah. it, which I'll put in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that one was a pretty hilarious episode. Yeah, but I mean, there's so many shows, like How Much Your Mother, Dexter. Yeah. Um, that the ending, the ending was terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, I don't, there's so many shows that mm-hmm. I like. Um, yeah. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's, yeah. let's, go, let's go into mine. Um, do it's, you want to try to guess? It's not all about you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we just spent like t- <laughs> seven minutes on yours. <laughs> well, The Office. The Office, yes. Lost. That, lost, yes. The Alien Show, X-Files. X-Files is good. It's not, it's not near my top, though. 
Mm. I already mentioned my. I already mentioned it when your list. Parks and Rec. No, I mean, see, Office and Parks and Rec are very neck and neck to mm-hmm. me, but I, I feel like Game of Thrones is up there. Yeah. Just in terms of like how they're just like each episode's like a movie. Like the production value is like amazing. Even though I can't really follow it that well all the time, it's still. Like, That's why you have to like watch it. Yeah. Like even I feel like if I watched it again, like mm-hmm. I'd find like new things about. Oh, for it. sure, every time. Yeah, and like the character development, like all the characters are important, and even if you like maybe can't follow all of them, like when like some shit hits the fan, yeah. you're like, holy yeah. crap! Oh man, that one episode that we watched on the big screen, like on the projector, where they had the big fight between like the White Walkers and. The, oh yeah. That one was like. The most epic episode of TV I've seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like, it's up there with, like, the finale of Lost, which I know has gotten a lot of grief from people, but that's right. one where I <laughs> I still stand by it. I feel like they, they did kind of put themselves into a hole with the how many questions they raised throughout the series, but... I think in general, watching it as it aired, like, not just catching up later on, but, like, there was a whole big, just, like, scene to it. Like, the people would get on message boards, and there would be, like, early podcast days, I would, like, listen to a podcast about Lost, Mm -hmm. and they would have their theories and people calling in and stuff, and, like, it was just a whole, it was just, like, an event every week, not just, like, a show. That's why, that's kind of why it stuck out to me, and just, like, something I would look forward to, like reading about the next day and talking with, like, my sisters about and mm-hmm. stuff. So there's more of that. Like, if I were to watch it now, like, on a DVD for the first time, I don't know if it would have the same, like, place in my in my mm-hmm. list. But yeah. it's just about the pop culture aspect of it, I guess, of when it was actually airing was, like, nothing I had experienced before. Yeah. And some other uh, honorable well, uh, mentions. Is it, yeah. Uh, Survivor for you? Yeah. Honorable mentions, um, Survivor, when we go to, like, reality, I just like the whole strategy aspect of it. See, yeah, the only reality show I really like is MasterChef Junior. <laughs> yeah. And it's just about cooking. Because they have cute kids cooking awesome things. Yeah, it's, like, two of my favorite things. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I really like the, um, the gameplay of it, how you have to just, like adapt to people's personalities. If you have a shitty personality, you're not going to win Survivor. If you can't do anything, like, physically, you're not good. There's still a way to win with your brains. There's just... You have to have different uh, qualities. Yeah. If you're a shitty person, you're probably not going to win because you're not... You have to make it to the end and you have to not piss people off that are going to vote for you at the end. You have a jury. Like, we don't have to get into the whole thing of it, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that Survivor is a bad show. Yeah. It's been going on for so long for a reason. But it's just not a... You try to get me into it, but I just... I I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I just make fun of everyone. Yeah, do you? Well, (laughs) sort of. Yeah, we can't all be cool. Um, (laughs) The other ones we have were Dexter, like you said, besides the ending... Which yeah. I heard they might be reviving it, so I hope they do this so they can. Uh, just redeem fix themselves. the ending, Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, don't even revive it. Just redo the last season. Yeah. <laughs> don't make well spoiler alert. Don't make him throw his own sister off a uh, boat, boat as if she was another just killer. Yeah, I mean, if <laughs> the I fuck kill- was that? Yeah, I would have more. Sim- again. I would give my my sister a proper burial if I killed her. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Yeah, that's how much I love her. Yeah. Oh, how sweet. Yeah. 
the last You're one welcome, The last one I'll say is Walking Dead. Although yeah. it's fallen off lately, it has given enough. We've had a lot of fun parties and uh, betting groups. We've had betting pools where we say who's going to die. We've had crazy moments, and that's just worth a mention because they did have a lot of yeah. great seasons until mm-hmm. right now. They're everybody's leaving the show now. Like yeah, for real. So I feel like this might be the last season that a oh. lot of us will watch. What? You know who else? Daredevil. And mm-hmm. Jessica Jones. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, well, Punisher. We can Punisher. get into a whole Netflix series. I feel like Punisher is the best out of all of them. But mm. I, I, I think I just like Jessica Jones as a person. Back to the women again. Yeah, yeah. God damn it, I'm a feminist. <laughs> Such and... a feminist. <laughs> if the Punisher was a woman, he'd be all over that. <laughs> yes, I would be. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, this just we've gone on a lot here. There's a lot more we can discuss. And I do want to have a guest next time to talk about maybe some of their favorite shows to bring in another opinion. Yeah, we can talk about, we like, our We do have kids. so many. Like, this is, like, the golden age of TV. I know a lot of people talk about that just because there's so many platforms now. We didn't even mention Handmaid's Tale. Oh, yeah. Like, there's there's Hulu. There's Netflix. There's there's Basic Cable. Now there's, like, Crackle and all I, this other And, and you shit. know what? Even... <laughs> I know we were talking shit about... Um, kids tv yeah but like there are some good tv shows for kids out there oh yeah that's amazing. you got me hooked on steven universe yeah and gravity falls Gravity Falls. i can't i don't even know which one i like out of those two those are yeah. like awesome and they're geared towards like kids yeah and i'm just like looking I, up hey when is steven universe coming back yeah because i even remember i started watching steven universe mm-hmm. like oh, yeah, in my, just, my apartment and then and then you're like well, you didn't say it out loud, but you you did you thought it was kind of dumb that I was like watching that. <laughs> yeah. But then you saw an episode and you were like, well, "What is this?" I feel like yeah, I would probably be doing something else, or I'd be on my phone or something while you would be watching that. And then eventually, I was like, "I like this." <laughs> yeah, yeah Gravity so, Falls was great too. I wish that would come back. And same thing that happened very recently. I told him that he should watch How to Train Your Dragon. Oh yeah, and then. Yeah. Now you love that. Mm-hmm. Love those we movies. We watched the first two in like three days. Yeah. And I liked both of them. They were both like above a nine for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, that's really Toothless. Yeah. Toothless is the star. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's for our movies part two. Let's <laughs> let's go ahead and uh, wrap this one up here. We, we had a lot of good stuff. Let's uh, raise our glasses here. Cheers. Cheers. And go grab a refill. Bye. Bye. Cool. Eisenhower's president. Who gives a shit? (laughs) (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.